This is the Copper Crab Podcast. <laughs> I'm Cheney Crab. I'm Naveen. You guys didn't see that, but I got kind of animated <laughs> and it made Cheney laugh. Naveen animated Copper Weiss. You know what I thought was a cool thing about this podcast? Like when I say something right away, when it starts, yeah. I'm like, what's it going to be? What's the first thing that I'm going to say? Do you feel that same way? Well, I thought the, the first thing that you say is, this is the Copper Crown Podcast. I know, but after that. Oh, no. I only think about just saying my name, and then I'm like, well, from here, I'm going to yeah. wing it. Well, I'm kind of like, how's this going to go? Like, what's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to say? And now we've been thinking that for 100 episodes. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> Dude. And we're back. Yeah. All right, so as usual, if you guys want to hit up the Golden Lobster hotline, because we that's right, we have a phone number and a hotline now that Dude, you can Dude, Golden call. Lobster hotline. So we thought of two things. One, the f- so-called fans of the podcast are now Golden Lobsters. The golden Lobsters. And if you don't know the reasoning behind that, then you got to go listen to episode 98. That's right. It's a newly um, anointed and I think Turn. that one is called Golden Lobster Hotline. Oh, yep. And then two, we you can call in now. Yeah, now you right. can call in, and the number is 615-420-7342. Did you do that on purpose? Uh, I mean, you can't like choose your number, but I you can scroll through them for like a long time. Until and then you see. find 420. And like I found, I was scrolling and scrolling, and I was like, all right, 420, that's shit. Like it would have been cooler to have like four twenty, like one 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 or something like that, but right. we didn't get that. Also, if you so if you guys are watching the podcast, then you can see this wonderful new camo hat on Naveen's head. Yeah, that's what it is. It's an Entheos hat. We just <laughs> put it up for sale. Oh, Go Boom. grab it from uh, our big cartel, which we run ourselves. Band run. Band run. And aside from that, I wanted to announce. Well, I guess it was announced last week, but I want to just tell you guys our tour dates uh, for the summer. We're hitting up some places that we have not, that we didn't go to on Tech Trek. That's right. You may have seen us on Tech Trek a month ago with Arch Spire. We've if got, we did um, not see you, you may see us in July, late July, early August with Oceano and Worm Shepherd. And that goes to, it starts on July 29th in West Chicago. Uh, the 30th in Minneapolis, 31st in Indianapolis, and then we have a day off, August 1st. That's so where are we going? Swimming. Day off. What's That's going on, guys? probably swimming pool day. Yeah. Uh, 8-2 in Frederick, August 3rd, Pittsburgh. Frederick, Maryland? Or, sorry, Frederick, Virginia. Frederick, Maryland. Is there a Frederick, Virginia? Frederick. Is in Maryland. Maryland, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a Frederick, Virginia as well. I don't know about that. Anyway. Uh, August 3rd, Pittsburgh. August 4th, Albany, New York. August 5th, a place we've never played and I've honestly never heard of. Horseheads, New York. Oh, that's the one in uh, Brooklyn? No, the next one is... The 6th is in Brooklyn. The 7th is in Columbus, Ohio. And the 13th... Wait, we're not playing that show. So that's the last one. That's it. So it's like nine days or something like that? Yeah, it's nine days. With a day off. I like that kind of tour. Yeah, so that's, that's what nice. we're calling. I wouldn't really even call that a tour. You know what I would call that? A run. Yeah, it's a little run. Yeah, that's what you call that. 
You know when people get on those two-day tours that are yeah. just only in the state they live in, and they're like, dude, we're going on We're tour. going on tour. It's like two shows on the weekend. It's two shows. Uh, I believe we did talk about this at length on some episode. On a different episode. Yeah, I remember us talking I about I mean, this. I don't care. I don't care what you call your run. I don't care what you call your your yeah. string of shows that you're playing at all. But I'm just saying. <laughs> if it's two shows, it's not a tour. It's not a tour. Can it's you make a really shirt? A tour. That what has, is the definition of tour? I think the definition of tour is enough dates to fill up the back of a shirt. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't make a shirt with two days on yeah, the back. Yeah, but dude, if I Doesn't just work. use my Photoshop skills, there I can make two dates look really good on the back of a shirt by themselves how <laughs> just use size 100 yeah okay <laughs> that would be funny i dare a band to do that uh, please and if you do i'll buy the shirt from you yeah. so or i will at least up. take one for free and wear <laughs> i it would on gladly podcast. take one for free i'll send you our p.o box and just uh, actually speaking of free shirts we got sent some shirts from vampire clothing yeah that's what it's called mm-hmm so yeah, I'm, uh, they're super that. sick. The quality is amazing. Very nice quality, although they are uh, Japanese. Yeah, and this is an XL. So oh uh, yeah, I might need for the like record. A they, he didn't even ask us to promote it on the podcast. Yeah, they're just yeah. that comfortable. But cool I was gonna hat. say, if your band or person has cool shirts, and you want to fly them my way, Send I'll them wear over. them if they look cool. Then I will wear one, and possibly <laughs> potentially talk Only about it on the podcast. Only if they look cool. Well, yeah, I'm not going to wear a shirt that I don't think looks cool. What's so. a shirt that doesn't look cool? A shirt that doesn't look cool is one that's, uh, I don't know, one from Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Hot Topic. We went to Hot Topic <laughs> last week because I had to get uh, a new nose ring. Because Oh, I nose found rings, nose I'm- rings, by the way. Where? In the van. Whoa. So we right. actually didn't have to go. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing about having a nose ring is that Sometimes in the middle of the night, I'll like itch my nose and it'll fall out while I'm asleep. So I'll wake up the next morning and my piercing will be gone. And also then I'm going to have to like re-pierce my nose because it closes really quickly. Ouch. So it uh, hurts me a lot. I don't know. Having a nose ring. It seems (laughs) like a lot of work. Do the cons outweigh the pros? I think it seems like a lot of work if you're the type of person who's going to lose your nose ring. Pro, you look cool. Con, you rip it out in the middle of night, the night, and you rip it out all the time. And then you have to double it, double time it over to Hot con. Topic. Con, going to Hot Topic. Yeah. So the last... Con, uh, it hurts when you re-pierce it, and you might start uh, having water roll out of your eyeballs. But that piercing's seen some shit. I mean, your yeah. accident... Yeah. Didn't they didn't remove the piercing, right? No. What? Oh, oh, well, yeah. When you got oh, in your yeah. accident, yeah. When I got in a scooter accident, so I, you know, if you guys don't know, there's an episode you can golden go back and listen know to what's it. What's up? If you're a golden lobster, you probably know what's <laughs> up. But last year, last August, I got into a really bad scooter accident, and it knocked my nose to the side well, and ripped open that, my upper lip. It splayed. It splayed your fucking my, nose open. It, it splayed this horrifying. like the under part of the middle section of my nose. I don't know what that's called. But I, so I woke up the day after having surgery and being in the hospital for 24 hours. And I was like, surely I'm going to have no nose piercing anymore. But he left it in. He's like, you know Good what? old doc. There you go. I'm going to leave you that little the nose The doc ring was there. like, all right, she's already lost her nose 
uh, looking like it did before. So we're not going to have her lose <laughs> that piercing. <laughs> yeah. So. So that's that. Yeah, that's that's that. the story of the piercing. Yeah, um. So yeah. Hot topic. Oh, yeah that's the shirts. Hot topic. Oh yeah. I don't know. I mean, they have cannibal corpse shirts. They have there. cannibal shirts. But the thing is, I feel like it's a. Not my favorite cannibal yeah, I don't shirt. Know. Yeah. I mean. I'll take the cannibal shirt. I'm not going to say anything bad. It's probably a PG version of a cannibal shirt. Yeah, maybe. Because, you know, cannibal will have like just the craziest like gutted person on the front of their shirts. Which aren't really my type of shirt. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that stuff being on the cover. My type of shirt is black and white. Mine too. For starters. Yeah. It's got a metal logo. Right. Preferably illegible. Yes. And then a black and white image of some sort. I like... On the front or the back. I like the mixture of red and white on shirts as well. I'm less likely to wear a shirt if it has any color on it at all. I usually get about about as adventurous as white and red. Other than that, I just like a plain white shirt or a plain white logo as well. I love a plain white logo. Shirt. I know. I'm just, you know, the older I get, My the more style. I'm going back into classics. I love the I'm classics. Not, I'm not hating on the type of shirt at all. I'm just not one to wear like a 12 color design. It's not really my style, although I do wear the copper crab shirts. I know, but those are. Oh, cool. you know what? I have a color, a full color domination morbid angel shirt, and I wear that thing all the time. Oh yeah, those are cool. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm referring to like a specific kind of shirt, like ones that have like a neon, like all the splattered neon yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Lots of people love those. Just not one hundred percent my thing. I'm probably I prefer yeah. like a pure white design. I agree with that hundred percent. I just ordered a couple shirts for my birthday present to myself. That's a couple black that's metal important. shirts. For yeah. ever on every birthday that you get yourself a birthday present. That's right. But hey, um, never forget about you. So we have, we should get back to shirt talk because that's a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. And I really like my metal shirts. But it is the 100th episode. It is. And the only thing good we have scheduled is that Chaney and I are going to drink a lot. Yeah, we're going to get drunk on this 100th episode. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Because, you know, we thought about it and we were like, what is Copper Crab really about? And what it's really about is the fucking Golden Lobsters. Yeah, that's right. And Hanging so out. we want to, you know, we want to play your guys' voicemails. That's you guys right. have been leaving us hella voicemails. We want to get a little nostalgic, talk about episodes we've done. Yeah. It's been a long ride. You guys have been with us through a lot. So It's more than a year, right? What are we looking at? Two years? We're at almost three years. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> three years? Yeah. So we've... Are a you lot serious? of shit has happened. Yeah, we started off in the barn. Holy shit. If you guys have been listening I know. since We've, the beginning. Holy fuck, man. If you guys have been listening since the beginning, you were with us when we lived in a barn behind Naveen's mom's house. That was the first couple of episodes. We moved pretty shortly after we that. We did. Right? We moved yeah. like a month into starting the podcast. And then we you guys were with us in the first house, the first place that Naveen and I have had on our on our own. Yeah. Uh you were with us through that. And that was in Santa Cruz. And now you guys have been with us through a move to Nashville and through having our very own house. So it's been, of course, there are a lot of things in between. Yeah, I think you there guys was have, also a break at some point. Yeah, like there was like a six, six month break. Yeah, we were like, fuck it. We don't need to talk yeah. on microphones. Yeah. When we started the podcast, <laughs> we had a full, Entheos was a full band 
we weren't signed. I guess we were coming off of Dark Future, and you guys were with us when we got signed to Metal Blade. You've you've been there through a lot with us, and yeah. it's it's really awesome that you've like listened this entire time through tours, through music, through changes in our lives. It's been really cool over it's the past really cool. over the past three years to be able to yeah. meet people through this. I wholeheartedly believe like the tour that we just did tech Trek would was amazing, but it was even more amazing to be out there meeting, you know, you guys and people from the podcast who, who listen to the podcast, who share this cool niche thing with us. Very cool. It's like, it's made the whole experience, um, even just really cool. It's been really awesome for us and it's cool to do this every week. It's just awesome to know that we can get on here and kind of just talk shit about whatever we want to and have our friends on occasionally uh, and that you guys are listening. So it's just been really awesome. Wow, Cheney. So we're going to take a shot. I'm gonna, I've got a little tear in my eye from that speech. Yeah, through my, my rambling speech. That was, that was but seriously, one. it's been incredible to do this. It, it really has been fun. Yeah. And well, we're saying it like it's ending, but it's not. And it's not. This is just the beginning. I might also add that we've had a lot of cool guests over the years. <laughs> we really have. Yeah. We had guests through the pandemic. We had, you know, yeah. we've had a bunch of our friends on. It's been a cool excuse to talk to people who we wouldn't have talked to otherwise. Yeah. We got Pappy. We got Pappy. We actually got Shiba Pappy's actually too. right there and he looks like he's about to jump on the table. That's yeah, I see he's like, like coming in to be like, hey, don't forget that you got me. I know. We also got Shiva. During the podcast? Yes. Shiva? I thought we already had her. No. Yeah, we have cats think, that come don't in. Don't you and... remember when we got Shiva and she was in a cone and there's a picture? Oh, yeah. As one of our. Oh, oh there he is, comes. dude, making an appearance. That's right. Pappy heard himself being talked about. We got the Papster in the house. Okay. Oh. Now look at how fucking big he is. He's huge. He's huge. I guess oh, that's he's a just good gonna place sit to there. sit. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, let's take a shot to the yeah, golden lobsters. Hey, happy came to, to copper us. crab. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Let's do it. Oh. What'd you think of that drink, Cheney? Oh my god. What was that? A lemon? I'm calling it a lemon ranger. Ugh. You want to know what's in it? Yeah. Okay, it's lemon. A lot of lemon. And lemon moonshine, Tennessee legend. Oh, we bought that when my parents were in town. Where did we get that from? At the moonshine place. God damn it, he's on the art. Oh, that's fine. Get him off that freaking he's art, not. dude. We should just let him stay because otherwise he's going to... Yeah. He's going to start creating That's havoc. what he does. Anytime I'm drawing or uh, anything. Actually, he, we might want to get him off that art. Hey, you're going to break it. Gotta get off Have the freaking art, dude. God. I, I wanted to show off that art because it's really cool. That's oh, like yeah. I posted it on the internet, but we got this on tour. So this, if you guys are looking at the screen, I've and been for the, dying. For those of you only listening, it's like a, a drawing of Cheney, but it's... Um, it's so, stylized. It's, it's a Monet Van Gogh painting, <laughs> yeah. which I've wanted to it's have for years. Really cool. I love this, and I hold it dearly. I've wanted to have it for so long, and he came to our show in 
I think it was Toronto. Oh yeah, that Here's other one another is one. freaking killer. I love it. It's so sick. Yeah, I was thinking amazing. that would be such a badass tattoo. This? Yeah. You should get it. That would be badass. And then there's this, which our friend Eric made. It's an Entheos logo. And he really Very nailed cool. the eyeball thing. You guys will soon know why that's so important. Ooh. Ooh, a little... What was that, Easter a spoiler egg. alert? Easter egg. And then right, Alex... Dude. Cheney, watch this cat, man. He's seriously... Haver made this one. And it is a painting of Naveen and I. Okay. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about Pappy. Just get him. <laughs> the camera's focused on him. It's kind of funny. Pappy right, exists. To, we should have named him Havoc. He just came in here to freaking... He just exists to God. make Naveen pay attention to only him and not the podcast. Well, I was worried that he was going to knock something out. over. <laughs> All right, back to the podcast. Anyway, okay, so we did the shot. The 100th, epi- 100th episode shot. Yeah. Lemon Ranger. Is there anything you'd it. like to reminisce on about the podcast, Naveen? Um, okay. Well, you know, when you started talking about it, I was thinking about doing the first episode. Yeah. And uh, there was, I will say there was so much, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I know I just interrupted you, but there was so much anxiety attached to the first episode. I begged you to do a, po- like I wanted to do a podcast for a really long time. Probably like a year. Probably a year. Yeah. I was like, we should do this. And I was uh, hesitant to do it because of the tech stuff. I was yeah. like, man, I got to figure out how to do that. It's going to be a hassle. But look at me now over in Naveen's corner. Look at all this fucking gear. Yeah, I don't even think there were any technical difficulties before the episode today. No, today was okay, we're to back be all to, the time. We're literally, literally the shit is pro now. I don't <laughs> have to I don't have to you don't have to play Copper Crab bingo. You can switch that off. <laughs> is the episode working? Remember how we used to like all the time? That was an issue. Yeah. Whether like, or not the tech uh, was working. Let me make sure this is working. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was thinking about that first step. I actually really clearly remember making that episode it's weird and we went and bought this table yeah remember we that did. yep we were like we need like an official podcast table and we drove up to ikea which is like an hour away from where we used to live and then yeah i'm getting i'm definitely getting feeling a little nostalgic going from the barn to the first house where we would do the podcast then you know, we had a lot of good guests there. I mean, Trevor was on the freaking podcast. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Like, uh, I think that one's been getting more views lately. Of and course. Uh, when I was posting the episode last week, like part of it, it like came up, like recommended or something. And I was like watching a little bit of it like, damn, freaking crazy. Yeah, I'm really glad that we got that chance to talk to Trevor. Yeah. Because we, you know, Trevor is a friend and we uh, wouldn't have been able to see him because that happened during the pandemic. And that was that was the last time that we talked to him. Yep. So to me, that conversation holds a really special place in my heart. Yeah. And it's really cool that... uh, you know, it exists and it's out there. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's like, and you know, Trevor is just one of those amazing dudes. And I'm so glad that we got to have that conversation with him. 100%. For people to listen to. 
and uh yeah and then just that and kind of it's cool that we kept doing it i mean i think we've seen a few podcasts kind of come and go over the years you know because it is i guess it is hard to keep doing it um like to commit to doing it every week is kind of a you know i guess it takes discipline in the most minimal way possible but like sometimes we don't feel i guess this sounds negative but sometimes we don't like feel like doing it and it's not because i don't want to actually do the podcast but i don't want to do all the stuff associated with doing a podcast you know you know what i mean yeah so i'm i'm it's, glad that we kept doing it i mean i know that we did take a little break for a little while when i was like i don't know not feeling it i guess but that was just because i thought that everything I, that i was saying was kind of dumb when you were not feeling it like we we stopped for whatever six months right yeah <clears throat> and i was kind of thinking of like not really sure the reasoning why but i feel like part of it was that i was feeling like oh, i didn't really have much good to say yeah i think that's kind of how i felt i think for a while we were like you know we want there to be a purpose yeah. behind us doing a podcast not just us like aimlessly talking shit for a long time. And I know that it might, or, you know, just like. You want some thinking cap? Yeah, I'll take some. That's perfect for a podcast. <laughs> the beard's, or, the, the you know, beard's it called just, thinking honest, cap. So. It kind of happened. It was during the pandemic. And I'm not really one to use the pandemic as a, you know, it was a really hard time and all of that stuff. But I do think that there was an aspect. Cheers. There was an aspect of like when the pandemic hit and just being stuck inside of your house all the time will make you like kind of just overthink about things. And that was yeah. a totally unprecedented event that happened. Right. Nothing like that has ever happened to any of us out there. Any of us. Right. So it really just kind of made us step back, I think, and consider or or ponder upon ponder what upon. we were doing you know what was the purpose of the podcast and i think that once we came back we were like oh people are interested in hearing dude this. that's why we brought it back now yeah. i'm remembering why yeah. because all the time we were getting tons of comments bring it back bring the podcast back yeah. so i'm like okay well i guess to me it seems like i'm just saying stupid bull off the top of my head mm -hmm. But, I mean, if people like listening to it, then who gives a shit? You know, it doesn't. it's not like I need to sit here and, like, blow people's minds with out there philosophy or science or something. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you want to just hang out. Totally. And this is what we, you know, we started it for musicians to hang out. That's what we said. Yeah, it's the number one place number for one underground place. musicians to hang out. That was the tagline. I don't know. We haven't really been hyping that tagline. We haven't. Much. That's the tagline, though. But we, should, though. we 100% started. We were, I think we were both at a point where we were like, we're okay not doing the podcast again. Yeah. But we 100% brought it back because of you guys. That's right. 
Those golden lobsters. Because of the golden lobsters. And now that we have a whole the GL going and the hotline, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to yeah, stop. Yeah, I know. We're not going to be able to stop. Straight up. I mean. But, you know, to make... Really, thank you guys. I know I've said this. Thank you guys so much for listening, for sticking yeah. it out with us for 100 episodes. We're going to keep it going. We're going to get to 100 more, I bet. Yeah, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep going. So thanks, and y'all. It's, uh, some episodes might be boring. They might. But some episodes what, might be really See, that's the really thing. That's boring. what happens when you do... You know what? Actually, this does bring me to a good point. And that is when you commit to doing something, right? You're gonna, uh, I'm going to do whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. You're doing something and you're committed to doing it every week, every day, every month. Well, sometimes you're hyped up to do it. And then sometimes you just do it because you need to do it. Yeah. And that honestly is the difference between uh, I would say making it and not making it. Yeah, I was going to say. That, I think literally, that's the, what it, it is. That's the difference between like being successful at something and yeah. not being successful is that you choose to power through all of those not as fun moments. Yeah. Things aren't like, things aren't fun all the time. No matter what you commit to. If you love making music and love being in a band news, I, I have news for you guys. Being in a band is not fun all the time. No. There are it's a lot fun of very often. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of down there. There are a lot of moments where you have to push yourself to keep going. There are a lot of moments where you're like, Oh man, what I did that sucks. Or you're on tour in the middle of nowhere. A tire blows. Yeah. You're on the best tour ever. But a tire blows in the middle of nowhere and you're like, oh man, what, what have I done? What have I done? Why have I chosen this life? But the, the important part about getting, th- or the important part about all of this stuff is that you choose to power through those moments. Through. Because the more that you power through, the, the further you're going to get. I think about this all the time. Entheos has been a band for seven years. Crazy. Almost eight. And there are moments, there have been moments within the band where we could have easily just stopped being a band. Right. Could have easily given up. It's... Kept it going, baby. But anything good that has ever been achieved through the band is because we chose not to give up. And we've seen a ton of bands that started the same year that we did quit. There were so many bands that were announced the same year as us that just are not. We're not going to. We're not going to name names. We won't name names. <laughs> and, we've and we've hey, toured hey, no, with bands. No, like, uh, yeah, we have toured with bands that are playing uh, over us, and now they're not a band anymore. Yeah, it happens all the and time. And like, that's chill. We're just gonna keep going, but. Yeah, I think it's cool that we held ourselves to, okay, we're doing the podcast once a week. Let's do it no matter what. Yeah, me too. And even sometimes, you know, thinking back, we, we've done 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't seem like it. But I know there was time. Dude, there was times when I had, my, like, when we were living in California, I had a full-time freaking job. Yeah. And it would be like, get home from work. I have to work in the morning. We have to do the podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. And now I can hardly get myself up out of bed at 10 and 
The podcast is still late. (laughs) (laughs) But with all that being said, this has been a really, really great experience. And we're going to keep it going. All right. We'll see you guys next week. No, just kidding. So we want to get to, you know, you guys have been calling in the Golden Lobster hotline. You guys have been riding in. I kind of wanted to mention uh, this beer. Yeah. It's really good. Are you loving it? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a bearded iris. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a local brewery here. And this is actually the first brewery that I had an IPA that I liked. And it was the home style. Oh, really? Yeah. Before that, I'd never had like a hazy or whatever. And that was like... I'm so bad with time. I don't know. That could have been six years ago. I think it was when you were doing White Chapels. It was when I was doing... like four years ago. It was when I was doing the Milo videos. Oh, so that was probably five years ago. Yeah. Because we haven't put out an album in five years. I know. We're like Tool, basically. That's what I realized. We're approaching Tool status. Nowhere near as successful. (laughs) We are Tool if they never made it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we do, though, what I will say, we know a release date for our album. We know when the singles are coming out. Uh, and We have yeah, the vinyl colors picked out. We have out. the vinyl colors picked out. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff going on in regards to that. All behind the scenes. And we talk. I think we've said that probably more than anything. Let's <laughs> cross that off a of bingo. You know what? We've been talking about the new album since this fucking podcast started. I, know, I think we need to probably like stop talking about. Yeah, it. like just, like, just let we're it. We're not making a new album. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. It's not happening. There's no new album. It's not going down. Wouldn't that be a good prank? If there was actually no new album and we've just been talking about it, we're just gonna keep talking about it for the next like thousand episodes. Episode ten thousand. <laughs> so uh we just got we just turned in the album we're on our fifth kid still no third album Still no third album (laughs) but uh yeah we raided the fridge because we wanted to have a little bit of fun here and we found a couple of these cloud heart i think these are from oh never mind not canada cincinnati these might we might have bought these do we no i'm totally tripping i have no idea okay i don't know where we got these but they're They're in the fridge, and then we have that one bearded iris, and we Shout also out to have fridge beers. One Mike's hard fucking lemonade, and this thing is looking really good, isn't it? I know it looks like you know what it looks like a Fanta. I'm having like this is like dinner, the IPA, and this is gonna Mike's be my is the, the Mike's hard is gonna be my dessert. When I was a kid, I would uh, get those from my friend's older sister. Solid. Uh, when we watched her kids, and we would just get we'd drink about three Mikes. And ha- and be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Me and my friends. Yeah, what we drink like? about three what... mics per. <laughs> what? It was probably really lame. What's it like when a seventeen-year-old gets drunk while babysitting? That's no, probably that's know. not good. It's not a good I thing. Don't, I don't know if I should have shared that <laughs> <laughs> information. <laughs> Well, your mom is listening. So well, if it sorry, was your mom's mom. friend, then... Uh, it wasn't my mom's friend. Okay. No, it was my friend's older sister. Okay. Who's still a friend of mine. Wait a minute. You babysat your friend's older sister? My friend's older sister's kids. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. So they would go party and they would buy us mics to stay and... Wait a minute. The parents bought you mics? 
Yeah. Okay, so that's totally in bounds. That's fully legal. Well, they were young. Yeah, so that's legal in my mind. No, no shame there at all. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, where did you think we got the mics? I'm confused. Well, no, I was thinking maybe you y'all showed up with the mics no. on the DL, no. and the parents went out. No, 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 no. So these the were, parents, these were cool. Parents. Gave you the fucking mics, then it's. We're yeah, it was good. my friend's big sister. Yeah, well, then we're totally fine, dude. Yeah, dude, we we're getting ripped off of three mics. To be fair, you probably just put the kids like to bed, and then uh, that's exactly yeah. what happened. We put them I mean, to bed, and then we got ripped off mic. You're just there to like call nine one one if something goes down. Basically. Yeah, one time a pizza guy delivered us pizza while we were drunk off the mic, and he was like really scared. Of the people across the street, something that happened across the street, and he wanted to hide in the house. <laughs> what do you think that? that what do you think that really was about? Fucking creepy. What do you dude. think was up with that? That sounds like he was looking for a way to get in the house, which yeah, I don't I know, like at all. Yeah, I know. Three teenagers who were all crunk off the three mics. You should have said no. You can't come. We in. did. Okay. Okay. Good yeah, for you. we denied him. What? A we're weirdo. from the Midwest, but we're not that nice. Okay. It's oh, sorry, sir. Uh, you can't come in. No, we're that's if you're from Canada you and Minneapolis. And you guys Iowa. are basically Canadian, though. Uh, we don't have the accent. Hey, don't you know, bud? They don't say don't. What you do know. you think? What do you give Canada. my uh, Canadian accent? Oh, they say that in your Canadian accent Min- is like a mixture between Minneapolis. Don't and you know? Can- yeah, that's not. Don't you know, Canadian. bud? Do you dare me when we go on stage in Minneapolis? Be like, so don't you know? We just. <laughs> I do dare you to do that. I'm not going to do that. I do dare you. Oh, don't you know I just dared you to go? Oh. Do you remember Bobby's World? Dude, totally. Yeah. The and mom. I've been thinking, why is the mom Midwestern? She's no North, one else is. North Mid. No one else is. Yeah, Bobby's not fucking Midwestern. And then is Howie he? is the dad. Isn't he like from New York? Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. Where are they from on Bobby's World? No idea. Bobby's it's world is weird. weird. I I watched it like five years ago. It's super trippy. Yeah, same with Rugrats. Rugrats really weird. makes me dizzy to bizarre. watch. Absolutely bizarre. It's totally bizarre. Fucked. It's like a fever dream. I remember there's one episode where Angelica become she's like haunted by her new baby brother. Yeah, weird. It's just fucking bizarre. Complete psychos. That's what's up with kids' programs, though. Cause so our friend who lives very close to us has a kid kid. and we go over there and we hang out and there's, you know, while she's awake, they'll be watching kids. She'll be watching kids TV shows. Those TV shows are really weird. And I'm telling you those trolls, they're out there trying to make a bad name for the rock people. Oh yeah. They're like the metal one is is like the bad one. Yeah. The metal one is the bad one. So I've been, I I was trying to teach her. The metal is good. Metal is good. The the trolls are wrong. Okay. Yeah. The trolls are wrong. Come on over to metal. Metal is good. Yeah. Metal is good. Oh, what about? Oh no, we already talked about seeing the witching show. I think we're gonna go see Suffo this weekend, right? Yeah. Yep. We're gonna go see Suffocation. We're gonna be reporting from the show live. Live. We're gonna shoot a podcast like while they're playing. That is something about doing Wouldn't a that podcast that I think is not to be confused about me. Yeah. I'm not like a reporter. I know. You know? I think that's a part of why we stopped doing the podcast yeah. the first time, yeah. actually, is because we were like, I got to be honest with you, like doing Zoom 
interviews or yeah, whatever. I'm not like an that interviewee. was fun, I yeah. guess. But like in real life, when we have guests here in real life, it it's fun. It's yeah. like hanging out. We're having beers. Yeah, we're, having we're just a good having time. our friends over, and it's our friends over at our house. And we'll go and you know after the episode is done, we'll go and listen to vinyl and get drunk and Absolutely shoot shit the shit. Fucking. But when we were doing Zoom calls, it all the time felt like we were conducting an interview. I don't like that. We are not interviewers. Like so where are you from? What's going? I mean, no. Yeah, I, that's not our thing. So that that was a part of what killed the spirit initially. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm just. But we uh, had to do that because of coronavirus and the pandemic. And it might it might not be a bad idea to do it again, but a Zoom interview. You know what I think would be cool is just have someone like call in for like 15 minutes. That would be fun. We had Jason call in on an episode. I think we just cold called him. We cold called him. And I was like, "What's going on, dude? Maybe that's what we should start doing. I know. Calling people. Just, What's up, dude?" <laughs> We're just shooting a podcast. We're on, we're, you're on the air. Millions the of air. people are listening. I know. WWHSD. Yeah. What would Howard Stern do? He would cold call. He would cold call. All right. Well, All right. We'll think about it. <laughs> we'll consider I don't know if I like the cold calling thing. That might be a little weird. <laughs> It'd have to be people. Jason with is fine. Big personalities. Yeah. Because Jason is like down. And Jason will talk. You know? Yeah. He calls me all the time. Cold call. FaceTime. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, I'm going to call you back. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Fuck What's it. up, bro? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, anyway. yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we get into these calls? Yeah, let's get into the calls, man. I was wondering if there was another thing I wanted to address. Oh, yeah. oh, I want you guys to check out the four levels of death metal video that Dean yeah. posted on his channel. Dean Lamb. Dean Arch Lamb, Archspire, The Lambs. They posted it. So they, right. you know, if you're not familiar, they try to learn riffs. Brian James, who's playing guitar for us, got on the episode and he presented some heater riffs. Yep. So you guys should go check the video out. It came out today. Maybe we'll link it. Maybe we'll link it. We'll think about but it. But we're not going to play it because I'm kind of tired of getting copyright claims. I know. I don't think we can play music on here anymore. Yeah, Straight I know. Up. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. Because I was going to show like, oh, here's what I've been listening to this week. But I'm like, I'm done with the copyright claims. <laughs> yeah. Well, what have you been listening to? Just talk about it. Um, That's kind of. Or we could so be like Joe it'll, Rogan. It'll, it'll come up. It'll come up. <laughs> oh, what's Joe Rogan? Uh, have you ever heard Joe Rogan talk about music on his podcast? Yeah, he's the like only bands whack. he knows AC, are DC. like. Yeah, I think if we're digging deep, we're getting like Blue Oyster Cult. He probably That's likes like Tool. Deep. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's probably about as hardcore as it gets right there. Tool uh, has landed at number one on the Billboard charts. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the calls, and uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get into some other stuff later on. Uh, oh yeah, we still need a we need a we need a Golden Lobster Hotline uh, jingle. All right. This is the Golden Lobster Hotline. Diddly. <laughs> there we go. All right, there it is. Boom, done. Call uh, us. Okay. Oh yeah, I oh, want to say it again. If you guys want to call the Golden Lobster Hotline, hit us up at. We need a jingle for the number. It's six one five four two zero seven three four two. There you go. 
That's too Cheney, you should be a jingleist. <laughs> Thank you. Many people have told me that in my life. That's true. You used to do more jingles than you do now. Really? Yeah, you used to just kind of make them up on the fly. People may not know this about me, but I make jingles all day long. Remember sneak them in? Sneak them in. Sneaking them in. That's not the correct tune, but yeah. That's yeah. That was for uh, sneaking them. I don't in. Think the, the crowd doesn't know what sneak them ins are. So sneak them ins are. Do you want to explain them? They're those little shots that are like this big, mm-hmm. and we would put them in our. When we lived in L.A., we didn't have any money. Like we were broke. Literally zero. Just toasted. Maybe about thirty. Yeah, and then um, we would go buy. Well, okay, so we were totally broke, but we liked to party a lot. True. So here's what we would do. True and true. You go get like five sneakamins. They're a dollar each, so that's five bucks. They and come then, in all kind of flavors. I used to like to get the UV kind. Yeah, the green apple. Yeah. There's all kinds of good ones. So yeah, you get those. They're a dollar. You sneak. You put them in your belt. That's why they're sneakamins. Right. You're sneaking them in. You're sneaking them in. So we would get like five of those. Then you go to the club. You buy one drink. And then. You drink it, and then you just refill it with sneakamins. Yeah. So, I mean, when you pour a sneakamin over ice, it's basically like a shitty mixed drink from a bar. You know, the other thing, the other trick that we would do is in L.A., they have a lot of, like, open bars from, let's say, mm-hmm. 6 to 7 is the open bar. Yeah. So when there's an open bar, all that you have to do is go and tip a dollar per drink, right? There you go. So we would hit the open bar 6 to 7. So I would hit the open bar six to seven hard. Yeah. Then I'd have my five sneak Then it's sneak For the rest of the night. We would and also then do when a- those are gone, you start stealing people's drinks, dude. Uh, what up? Oh. One time I got That's kicked right. out of the W in LA <laughs> because I stole drink. I stole a drink. That's right. It was a, it was a half empty. It was one of those. Do you remember the dragonfly drinks that dude, they would dragonfly. have? Dragonfly. They had this oh my for God. a while in LA. They had this. They were like hyping dragonfly sky vodka. Oh, yeah. And so it'd be like... That stuff was so the good. The special tonight is dragonfly with Sprite or yeah. whatever. You know? And, and it it's was like, ooh, bomb. that's freaking bomb. Let's get bomb. some. And it might be a discount, like a special or something. I think it was $7. Yeah, which seven in hindsight, I'm like, damn, 7 is like a deal. That's a total deal. Dude, For downtown, the drinks downtown in Nashville are fucking expensive, man. I know. The W also... So the W is a hotel. And they would have like a party on the roof of the hotel every week. And they had a pool on the roof of the hotel. So we were there one night with Raynan Bozio, who has been on our podcast two times. He's yeah. one of the only two times. I'd feel comfortable cold calling Raynan. Me too. Yeah. Should we call him? Well, let's think about that. Dude, let's talk to him about the pool. All right. Let's call him up. <laughs> okay. Should I call him right now? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I don't know if he'll answer. He'll uh, be like, oh, try. Naveen's calling me for the first time in forever. And I then know. we're throwing him on the podcast. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let me call him <laughs> right now. I did fix the thing. I got my. Uh... Can he hear us? What? Can he hear me talking? Yeah, I got it hooked up. Oh, he might not be able to hear you. Uh, okay. <laughs> See if he answers. Oh, he's getting... He, we're getting dissed. Going straight to voicemail. Yeah. He's probably going to call me back. We'll leave him a voicemail about it.
please leave your message oh, for Rainin. two. He doesn't even have a mail a, a message box. I know. This greeting. is Rainin Buzzio. Anyways, so Rainin one night jumped into the pool. And I don't think you're supposed to jump into the pool. I think that was the, the same night that you got kicked out. Because that was the only time I remember being there. We were crunk that night. There are pictures on the internet yeah. of us that specific night. Yes, there We were is. there with Tosin and Hav and their yeah. girlfriends at the time. Mm. And there's like drunken pictures of us. Yeah. I remember I'm making this face. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. I totally remember that. Yeah. That makes me want to go do something like that right now. I know. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's listen. Right, we're to 45 this. minutes deep, dude. Let's listen to these uh, calls. We're 45 minutes deep on the 100th freaking episode, dude. Yeah. Let's get going here. Raynan didn't want to be a part of it, I guess. I know. What a hater. No, he's going to call <laughs> back at the most inopportune time. <laughs> In the middle of a voicemail play. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I didn't really screen these, so we're just going to see what happens. Hey, guys. This is uh, Scott Tender from uh, Newton, Iowa. Newton. Training me and you have spoke before on Instagram back and forth. Um, a big fan of your, your grandpa, old Jerry Crab down there at Knoxville, Iowa. There we go, Great dude. Our fan. He was a legend down there and we all miss him a ton. Um, That's big an fans of all your guys' stuff. I got one of your, my wife, one of your uh, limited tie-dye you did just before your tour. Shirts, because you have some smalls left and my wife can wear a small, my fat ass. On the other hand, cannot, so I got her one. I mean, don't feel about the small is like so in the rear view. She wears it all the time. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, I think she wears it ter- too much because we don't want to wear it out. But uh, <laughs> I was also uh, the second bassist a in a local band up here in Iowa in Des Moines area called One Last Moment. I listened uh, to that band all the time when I was a conversations kid. Conversations or not, but if you don't, that's cool. because That's right. You do know One Last Moment? Yeah, Scott and I have talked. I totally remember talking to Scott. Okay. We've talked about this. One Lost Moment. I listened to that band all the time when I was a kid. That's how I got into metal, really. Like, people will ask me about that. So I listened to a lot of metal when I was a kid. When I was in eighth grade, I really got into metal. But what what truly got me into being a vocalist and playing music was going to local shows. Yeah. Agreed, and seeing 100%. local bands. It yep. wasn't like the national acts. That, that of course, you know, was a part of my influence. But seeing all of these people on a local level playing shows and kicking ass, that's what got me into it. And I remember specifically getting a One Lost Moment demo that I would jam all the fucking time. All the time. I believe their vocalist's name was Co- Co- Covey? I Kobe. think their vocalist's name was Covey. And I listen to that all the time. So uh, is there more to the message? Yeah, but there's a little more to, to what I've got going on over here. I'm mixing the mics hard with this beer. Yeah. So very sorry to this beer company. I won't even, because I'm like dissing it so bad. <laughs> but if you mix it with the mics hard, it's like. Better. It's a freaking treat. Yeah, It's so good. All right. Keep playing it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Who <laughs> the fuck would. Um, that's it. That was a lot of fun. That was back in high school. I left that to go stick around with racing and stuff like that. Um, I guess the, it's kind of like a half question. I don't really know, but uh, I'm in the band. I'm in a band now. Uh, Wait, was he in some guys? And we're all you know, okay. fat dads. If all Jim's not fat, but we're all dads. <laughs> hard to get together. I like how, how we had to specify other hobbies and stuff. But, Jim's uh, not fat. So. <laughs> 
stuff we have is pretty pretty good, I think. Real real riffy, you know, just one riff to the other. I really like it. But I guess the question I'm having is I'm not. I mean, I've been sticking off the basses for almost 20 years now. Um, I'm actually staring at them right now. I should be playing them, but I just stare at them instead. And I guess that's kind of. I'm not particularly an artistic type person. I'm a real nuts and bolts, you know, uh, kind of guy. I'd, I'd rather talk about gear than actually learn a riff or learn how to play the damn thing. So, uh, I guess I don't even know. I, I guess I'm just, I get down on myself sometimes because the guys and the guitar players and everybody in the other, in the band, uh, just write some great shit. And all I do is learn it. I don't really contribute that much. There's, I got some, some little, little things that I've contributed, but, uh, to writing songs but sometimes i get pretty down on myself on uh my lack of practice but uh practicing fucking sucks i don't like to do it i, <laughs> I sit down i play some stupid shit i've known for years get bored and then just shut it off and, and go do something else or sit and watch tv or dick off on my phone or whatever um yeah i guess like i said it's not really a question it's just kind of I get what he's saying. People. So he's like, he's wondering if he should feel bad yeah. because he's in the band, but not writing a ton of stuff. Right. And I, I would say to him that, dude, there's like different roles in the band. I know. That's and exactly what I was When you start traveling around and meeting a lot of bands and stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to see that there are, like he is needed in the band. Yeah. Bass players are very important. Not only that, but he said that he was a tech guy. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, That's like that. The tech guy is almost more important yeah, than the people 100%. who are writing the, the stuff. The people that write a lot of stuff, they're like me. They're fucking space cadets. Yeah. They're like in outer space. They ha- So to have a guy like that in the band, honestly, is an asset. I totally agree. Because he said himself, oh, the other guys are writing stuff all the time and, and whatever. So that's cool. Let them have that mm-hmm. role. But he could double down on being the tech dude. I, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go online. I'm going to fucking research uh, putting together an inner rig, putting together the lights. If he's more of a nuts and bolts guy, fixing the fucking van. Oh, man. Dude, Jesus. you need people. I know like you're that. talking about you're into racing. It's like, dude, yeah. you know everything about cars, I'm sure. It's like, though, that on tour is so much more important than it's the huge. guy who's riding yeah. the riffs. And. Like Naveen said, there is a... What's going on with my microphone? Can you hear that? So like Naveen said... Yeah, like Naveen said, there there are roles in a band. And in a band, you honestly do not want every... Like every person is not going to be the the person who's contributing the amazing riffs. That's That's just... That's totally okay. I mean, it's not only okay. It's not only okay. It's welcomed. Necessary. Yes, it's 100% necessary. So you need guys like what he's saying that he's into because yeah. honestly that's a good thing Dude, if i was him i'd thing. be like hey you know what these guys write the stuff that's not really my strong suit i learn it when it comes time to learn it i can rip it all no problem yeah. so we have to be there yeah so if if it sounded like he can play everything no problem that's not an issue now if that wasn't the case Okay, well, you need to go ahead and practice. And you, you need to practice. When you need to practice, you got to stop what looking you, at your bases. Yeah, and what you do need to practice are your songs, I'm sure. You know, before you go play shows, you want to be tight doing what you do. Yeah. But 
There is such thing in a band as having like too many cooks in the kitchen. 100%. You don't want everyone to like need their artistic voice to no. be heard because then people start butting heads really hard. Oh. And the overall like what the band is kind of gets lost in the everyone needing themselves to be heard like they're the solo artist in the band. Yeah. And bands can become like this incredible mishmash of stuff where you can't really like figure out what's going on if there are too many people contributing things all the time. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's cool if you want to like, you know, add a riff here or there. Like every couple of years, if you get inspired to write a riff, then yeah. write a riff. But what you are talking about yourself being, that's so necessary in a band. And 100%. I wish that more people knew that. I do too. Because like Naveen said, once you start talking to bands, you realize that there are really one or two people in every band who are like the main music writer. And then the rest of the people kind of, uh, they, they are just along to do their part on the ride. Yeah, and you need not different to, that's people. That's not like uh an ego diss thing or whatever. Cuz guess all. what? If you're not there, the freaking show can't happen. Yeah, exactly. So I would just say lean more into the support role if you want to call it that, but it's extremely necessary. It's 100% necessary. When you go on tour and when you start meeting bigger bands especially, you'll see that's those that's the breakdown. Yeah. You got kind of yeah, the one or two guys who are more into the writing stuff, they're maybe a little more spacey. You know, and you've got the guys who are more business oriented, that's the singer almost 100% of the time. And then you'll have the tech guy. Yeah. And it sounds like the other guys are more into writing. Go more the tech route. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's such it's a necessary. huge contribution to a band. I mean, I that's the thing. Like also, thank you for shouting out my grandpa. Oh, yeah, been, that's amazing. That's an F that's absolutely uh, amazing. confirmation. My grandpa is was the shit. Oh, good call. That good was a call. great call. Yeah, great and I, uh, yeah, there are different personalities in a band. And you know what happens a lot of the time when people, when there's a band that's fully, that fully consists of people who want like their artistic vision to be heard those people quit the band yeah because they start their own band yeah they start their own band they start getting butt hurt you know it's just we don't need to go there yeah i think that in a band like it's important to have this to have a common vision and goal and a lot of the time that is about you know the vocalist will do the lyrics or one of the musicians writes writes the lyrics and the vocalist just kind of goes along with it and does that. But everyone has their own thing to contribute. Absolutely. And it's not being a main songwriter. Yeah, and for you everyone. can look at your current situation and say, okay, there's a gap here. Yeah. Okay. We're, I got these guys that are writing shit all the time. They haven't thought about how we're going to do it live. Totally. They haven't thought about programming lights. Exactly. They haven't thought about, fucking maybe their tone sucks and you can step up and be like hey i'm gonna be i'm gonna dial in these motherfuckers tone i know I mean, there's so many things to do in a band that's not the the writing the music or i mean yeah it's like you're the person who picks out the art or you're the person who comes up with like 
what you're going to look like live. You're ordering stuff. You're in or you're in control of the merch. It's a whole It all needs I'm not the tech person in my band. If if I was the tech person in my band, then my band would not have tech. <laughs> we would be playing I mean, we would be playing out of a combo amp. I don't know anything about tech, but what I can contribute is being the vocalist, uh writing my parts. I don't I don't play the music or write the music, but I can tell Naveen what I think would sound cool in stuff that he's writing. I oh, there, There's an option. Tell, yeah, get on the phone and tell, tell your guys, yeah, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I, don't li- I really don't like that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love that. <laughs> but you know, I pick out, I'm in charge of the merch and the like art and all of that stuff for my band. So it all... Uh, I, there's there's a, a place for everyone it's in like a band. It's like a whole universe. Yeah. And there's positions for everybody. Totally. And it's always we. We're always t- it's in always it together. It's always we. It's so how it's, do we achieve the goal of the band? What, what does this band we. need? Yeah. And assess, you know, be honest with it. What does the band need? Yeah. Because riffs, dude, that's a such a small. It's important. It's very important. It's, important. it's very important, but it's a, a an important detail and on a list of important details. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Great call. Great call. Oh, really good call. Thanks, Scott. I love having calls. Shout this out to awesome. Iowa. 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 What up? Love having calls. Golden this, Lobsters, this All Iowa. Right. All right, Richie, you ready for the next call? Yes. Let's go. Let's do this. Naveen, Chaney, what's up? This is Buddy from Michigan. I'm super stoked Paul's you guys are doing this call and stuff. It's revolutionary. I don't Whoa. know any other podcasts with Sorry. metal musicians such as yourself that are doing this. It is super cool. Anyways, I've been following Naveen since I saw those sick e-drum videos of Animals Leader covers way back in the day. Weightless is one of my favorite albums I've ever heard. Those studio vids of you playing Earth Departure on drums were so cool to see, and I've always wanted to know. If you know whatever happened to that waitlist music video, man, that was super hype. I've been following Chaney since I saw that uh, sweet Villa, uh, Villa Maya cover, and I thought that was pretty <laughs> sick. I love Entheos. I love what you guys are doing. The podcast is awesome. Keep smoking weed. Smoke super yeah. strong. Have a good day. Thank you. I don't See, remember that's that. my kind of caller right there. Yeah, that, that guy was... just is in there. He's fucking. What was up with that waitlist music video? I don't, I don't remember know. that at all. I don't know. Well, I think what he's referring to is we had a, a series of like little studio updates. Oh, oh, oh! That was in our house that <laughs> yeah, we yeah. lived in in LA. I totally remember that. So we would go from that house. This ties into what we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. We'd go from that house to the liquor store on the corner. <laughs> get the sneakerheads. <laughs> And yeah. go to the fucking club. Thanks for. So at that point in, in my life, I was um, I was more interested in partying than music. Yeah, I, I hate to say true. it, but it's that's true. Let's true. be real here. Yeah, that's 100%. where I was at. That's where I was at. I was trying to have a, a good time. The kid got shown uh, dubstep, and then it was. I was over. trying to. Yeah, I was like, well, "This is fucking sick." Let's you know go what? Have some there, fun. I don't know what you're talking about with the waitlist. Music video. video, but what I do I know, know is that on Steve Jones's hard drive, or one of his, he somewhere out there, there's a DVD of the entire first Animals as Leaders Headline. uh, headlining yeah. tour, where Naveen was playing drums. I did merch, 
um, Steve Jones was along on the tour shooting the literal fucking DVD. Yeah, I think that's what he did. Thing, I think Evan Evan Brewer was in the van with us, so Evan is all over that DVD. I should just pay Kalella. him for the footage. Yeah, dude. Uh, Zach was doing sound, and that he was tour, with Animosity too back back in the day. Yeah, wow. By the way, wow. And we were all in a van together, so there were like eight of us in a van. It was more than eight, dude. I think it was like ten people. No, it was. It was okay. 10 it was people, the three bro. of you. It was, it was the three of you. It was me, Kalella, Evan, Zach, Steve. Eight people. So Her there were Sean times. Sean rode with for a couple of days. Dude, and Chelsea rode r- with for a couple of days. Evan, <laughs> Evan's wife ro- rode with us for like yeah. a day or two. Yeah, dude. Somewhere there is DVD footage of that. Let and me get that It would DVD be footage. so funny to see now, especially. Be it's been 11 years since I that would, tour. Cheney, I'm, going, I'm just going to be a good Samaritan, good mm-hmm. guy, and say that I'm willing to put it out on the Copper Cab <laughs> uh, channel. I'm fully willing. willing I know that Steve at the end also sh- sat us all down for like interviews, post-tour interviews. So I think the problem is that... God, I was the worst merch You and me were like the tour. stars of the DVD because oh, yeah. we're funny and we're yeah. drunk and it was a great... <laughs> and then... He, you know shortly after that i quit yeah so it's like well we can't have the stars not be in the yeah, band anymore. totally you know it doesn't totally. make any sense were we the stars <laughs> i, I can't know, remember i just remember like we would get hotel rooms and watch some of the footage that steve jones would be taking and like some of the funniest yeah, it was hilarious some of the funniest footage of all time because also um well this is pretty explicit but uh remember what we had on the tour yeah we got a huge bag of mushrooms. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? And I was yeah. being super funny with them and like putting them in the camera and stuff. I don't remember this. No, I was like... I don't remember you dude, putting I, them in the camera. Dude, this is like the only thing I actually remember. <laughs> yeah. I was that I was like... I was like, yeah, a lot of people... I was making a joke, obviously. That's mm-hmm. what I like to do. And I was like, yeah, a lot of people ask me, you know, how I write all these crazy drum riffs. And I was like, boom. And I put <laughs> this huge bag of mushrooms and I was like, pop a couple of these bad boys. <laughs> The kicker is I'd never done mushrooms at that point. Yeah. I that was the first time I ever did them. But I was just fucking around and making a joke because I had we had so many of them. I remember they got thrown out. I remember that, but do you they also remember out. there was one day that you that everyone decided to go eat and you and I were like, let's eat some mushrooms. And yeah. it was in the middle of the fucking day. That was the first time I ever did everyone mushrooms. Everyone was like at Denny's and we were like, fuck it, let's eat some mushrooms. And you and I sat and stared at an anthill, a literal anthill. Yeah. And we laughed. We were like talking about the anthill <clears throat> for a good hour and a, a half time. while they were eating. Yeah. Is that the day that you got stung? No. Okay. No, different okay. day. I got attacked by red ants and my, I had a hobbit and had foot. to go to the hospital, right? Well, I went to the hospital and they were just like, yeah, you're, you got attacked by ants. I wasn't there with you. I was just setting up merch. Yeah. So good times. (sighs) On that tour specifically, I did not want to do merch and I was pissed that I had to do merch. Also, speaking of like being broke, I remember um, on that tour, like, so we had like no money, right? In LA. None of us. None of us. We didn't have a job. We're just like living in LA. Like I gave a couple lessons here and there. But all of us lived together. We lived with... Tosin and Hav and Tosin's yeah. girlfriend at the time, Kalella. So we, we had enough money to together. pay rent and that was pretty much it. Yeah. And then we did that tour and like we got some money, you know, and I remember it was like a couple weeks into tour and it was like, here you go, I mean, you're getting paid, right? Yeah, it was and like what did, $700 yeah, what did for we me. Do? What did we do? We went straight to the mall. <laughs> 
we were like, fuck this shit. I was shit. like, I'm going to go get some new shoes, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. Fuck this. That's typical, like, poor person shit. It's so like, funny, you get dude. money and you go and just blow it. Dude, I remember I went. we went to the mall. I got new shoes and, like, a hat. I And I totally remember the next day, like, having my new shoes and hat on. Like, hell yeah, dude. Feeling this feeling so cool. awesome. Oh, I remember this Stupid. red shirt I got. Do you remember that red shirt yeah. that was like kind of cut, shoulder cut? I do remember that. I bought it from Urban Outfitters and I lost it on that tour too. Nice. It's fucking lame. There you go. So that's some old school uh, animals as leaders. Yeah, as far as uh, the waitlist tips. video, I can't think of a waitlist. Oh my God. Oh my God. Dude, was there a waitlist video like preview thing? Do you remember this? It was like a video of a house and it looked like Jay may have, may have worked on it. Dude, yes. Is that what there it was is? Like look it up. Teaser. Go look it up. Go look up the Animals is Leaders waitlist teaser. There was a fucking music teaser, video. Dude. We're not going to play it though. I'm not going to get copywritten and infringement or whatever. Copywritten infringement. I don't think <laughs> you would get that if it's just a a teaser. A teaser. All right, let's see here. Sorry, I don't have the internet pulled up. Way to go. Don't worry. Can people see this? No. Oh, they're, wow. They're looking at you and me. Oh. <laughs> well, we're just staring at the screen yeah. like. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to show them this. If you guys don't know, we have a screen. Uh, we've gone pretty high tech throughout this podcast as well. That's You guys have seen the evolution of that. I'm not showing them my secret emails. Secret emails. For some reason, the internet's being shot. Shot AF. Wait, here we go. Boom. You don't always have probably to fuck her hard. Wow. Connect to the internet. You're offline. In fact, sometimes that ain't right. Let's Why does go. it sound like this? Oh, that's better. better. Is it that screen? It's fucking you up. Sometimes. Okay, here we go. Wow, that was so shot how long that just took me. I know. Okay, weightless. Uh... Animals. Weightless Animals is Leaders music video. What would Howard do? WWHSD. I don't think so. Dude. I don't see a music video. So that's video four. I know what he's talking about, though, dude. Me too, and I think that it's one. There I'm was saying. like a little preview or some shit, dude. Like right there, look, preview trailer for Animals as Leaders new video for Waitlist. Okay, hold on a second. There Should are I, dogs barking. Should I put this on the screen? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, are we gonna get fucking copywritten? No, we're gonna be fine. Oh my gosh, it's the long lost Animals as Leaders video. It's in the desert. Cracked. That looks like cracked. Let's see, this is 2012. Was I already out of the band? Yes. Dude, I totally remember this. Yeah. Vacant motel. What does that have to do with anything? Or the dogs barking. Jenny, if we get copywritten infringement for this, I'm going to be pissed. I don't think we will because the, the song hasn't started. What's up with this video? It's coming. coming, dude. We're still waiting it's for it. It's coming. Never. Hashtag never. Oh, that seems like it would. All right. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That seems like it would have been a cool music video if it ever happened. I crave this music video's existence, existence daily. daily. 
let's see the latest comment on there. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> That's so fucking crazy. We're getting copyrighted, Cheney. For fucked. a wait list, like nothing ever just went down for it. Or you like? know what sucks? I, like, for some reason, okay, not sure why this is, but for some reason, Spotify. Yeah. If I do my sh- shit on shuffle, they're like, hey, how about get some wait list, dude? Check this out. <laughs> Every time. Oh, yeah? Every time. Does it suck or? No, it's, that's the thing. I think it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Why does that suck? It doesn't suck at all, but like. Oh, I found out why my microphone is doing that. Yeah, what's going on? Because I keep there? touching it with yeah, my face. Good. Back up an inch. <laughs> How that's do I get? I oh, sort by yeah, news. God, I shouldn't be in charge of this. I'm stupid. Didn't know. Two months ago. This was AAL official unreleased. Hope it gets out soon. This fucking dude. Dude, that was you two are months so ago. Off. Dude, it's not coming out, bro. Just wondering, is there anybody still waiting for it? <laughs> uh, yeah, us now that I, I'm waiting for it, to be honest with you. Wow, that's funny. <sighs> lot that's of, hilarious. Lot of still waiting for it. Hey, I'll check it out. So there was no music video for that album. Weird. No. Weird move. I think I sort of fucked the band by quitting. Well, they could have just made music videos with that's the, true. the next guy. That's true. Anyways. Anyway, next call. So that's what next happened caller. to it. Uh, it never came out. Yeah. That is funny, though. That's hilarious. Funny like haha, or funny like a clown? I don't know which. I'd say it's it kind of like funny like haha. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, so oh, wait. Is it funny like haha, or funny like a clown? I think it's funny like haha. Okay. So I've noticed that on episodes that we don't drink on. They're less funny. No. Well, well they're less funny, obviously. <laughs> but another thing is I have a really hard time. I make the cover photo, if anybody doesn't know that. Yeah. Um, Naveen's our tech person. So Naveen. Oh, I'm tech. I'm the, ta- ar- I'm the artistic talent and the tech. I knew that so. at first you were going to say I'm the talent. And I'm the... <laughs> at first what you were going to say. Did you just say you were the artistic talent? I'm talent and tech. I'm not the only talent. Oh, okay. Well, I am talent. Sorry, I thought you were taking credit for being the only talent. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, what I was going to say is on episodes that we don't drink on. TNT. I have to scroll through the episode for a really long time to so, get us smiling. See it. Now, if it's a drunk episode, I'm going to be able to just click around. It's going to be it's going to be funny. <laughs> Here, let's Smiling. just make us let's just make a face right now that we can use on the on the cover. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> it's about at one ten. All right, mark that. Hold on, I've gotta run to you the You can flag it. Oh, you just hit my camera stand. <laughs> Alright, so you're la- leaving me here alone, huh? Okay. Yeah, I can, I can all right, so hundredth episode. That's um, what we got going on here. <clears throat> I feel like it's been a while since we've had like a nice, long, kind of chill episode. So I'm actually, I'm actually excited about this episode. Um, I hope that it doesn't bore people halfway to death, but I don't think it will. I think if I'm personally listening to a podcast. 
usually, honestly, for me, if if a podcast ends at like an hour, I'm kind of like, damn, I want a little bit more. So, I mean, that that's heavily reliant on what I'm doing. And uh, if I'm doing some sort of activity, then, yeah, I'm going to need a little bit more than an hour. And I'll give you an example. Uh, two days ago, I had to do quite a bit of work in the yard. A lot of yard work. So we've got a lot of yard here. I had to trim a bunch of branches off of multiple trees and drag all these branches from the back of the house and the side street all up to the main street. And I'll tell you what, it was a hundred degrees out. If you think I'm fucking kidding, look up the, look up the temperature from two days ago because it was hot as fuck. We're having a fucking heat wave. Actually it's hot right now. And if you're wondering why I'm wearing a tank top, it's not to show off the guns. The guns are 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 whack. It's because it's freaking hot. So yeah, I'm out there in the heat, and I could have used a, a long podcast. Uh, that would have worked. That would have been totally one hundred percent fine. But um, I didn't have one, and instead I was listening to music, which was actually really fun. I was listening to. A bunch of black metal. I'm kind of back. Back, I think like a. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I ever talked about it on a podcast. Probably did because I usually talk about everything that's going on. I mean, what the hell else are we going to talk about? But I was in a pretty good black metal phase, and uh, I kind of, I kind of, I had a good phase. It was really fun, and then I kind of didn't really visit it for a while and then now this week i'm not really sure why but i just got hit with a freaking totally hardcore black metal thing again so that's really where i'm at i've been listening to um leviathan i I mainly like one man black metal acts that's kind of my thing and i guess it's because i can relate i can relate to wanting to make something 100% all on my own. I've sort of done that uh, with Flesh Rot. It's me and one other person. But I I love the one-man metal act. So I've been listening to Leviathan, Zathster, which is someone I've been totally ripping, super sick. And there is one other who I just found out is a one-man act. That's called... I'll have to look it up. <laughs> oh, you're back, Cheney. Well, well, no, I changed on? my shirt. Wardrobe change. Wardrobe change. See, that's a cool shirt. Like, I would Artie. wear the shit out of that. That is, you know, that's sick. RDB just put out a new album, and it's self-titled, and everyone should... RDB. Freaking check it out. That's artificial brain for people who don't oh, know Cheney's yeah, fuck, slang. I forgot, sorry. That might be like a tour-only, like, name. RDB. Mm-hmm. RDB. Artificial brain, everyone. RDB. All right, so uh, what were you talking All right, about? I, w- I was just filling space up. It was just... Uh, I was talking about mowing the lawn. I was talking about long RDB. podcasts. I was talking about doing yard work. 
Wow. Listening There's to black metal. Filling them up. All right, next message. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> Good afternoon, you two. My name is Chris Kennard. I'm calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Chris. I would like to say congratulations on uh, almost, well, yeah, you, at this point, you probably have 100 episodes of the podcast. There we right. go. Congratulations Boom. on finishing a new album. <laughs> Thank uh, you. My favorite song is Remember That You Are Dust, and I hope That's to catch right. y'all alive and in the flesh someday. Uh, keep on Hello, rocking are in we the playing world. And, um, yeah, um, give yes. your pets my best. No. Rock and roll. Thanks. Rock and roll, dude. Okay, dude. There we go. Thanks. I like that. See, you don't, if you want to call in, you don't have to have a question. You can just call in and just be like, just hey, say what's, what's going up? on? That's just just say, so-and-so. Uh, I'm hey, up? on the GL. I'm loving life right I know. Here. You know what? I'm, I'm noticing that. that you missed one of the voicemails. I didn't miss it. Yeah, you did. Well, I haven't played them all yet. Oh, well, it was before these. It's got, Okay. Well, uh, we'll see if you missed it. But yeah, dude. I've got thank two you. more lined up. By the way. I hope we play Pittsburgh soon. It, or was that Philly? Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Are we playing Pittsburgh? Uh you read the you read the I dates. Can't remember. Not me. I'm not a dates. I guy. hope we play Philly thing. soon. You know what's weird is that there's never been a tour we've done that hasn't hit Philadelphia until this I last know, one. We haven't gotten there in forever. It's not gonna be the same without Blackbird though. Oh, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, we're excited about finishing the album, too. It's been I was just telling Naveen recently, like it's been hard for me to recover from writing the album. Like I can't. This sounds crazy, but it's I, I just can't really listen to music that much. Uh, I'm starting to get back into it. Hey, dude, there's a for a you minute. Know what? I just could not listen. There to music. is. I'm tired of the bullshit. Like. If you're one of these people out there, you're kind of jaded or whatever, you need to get over it because there is so much good music out there. No, I, that's I not this it. This isn't directed at that's you. That's not it, not though. Directed at you, it I'm wasn't, saying. it wasn't because there's not so much good music out there. It was because I, I am, was man. suffering from ear fatigue. It's like when you work on music so much, sometimes I was just kind of suffering from ear fatigue and I needed to listen to some other stuff for a while. Like I even started playing Grand Theft Auto 4. Every Just night. to hear that radio station. Every night before we go to bed. So I hooked up our TV in our bedroom because we have an Xbox 360. So I hooked it up. And the only video game I really like to play is Grand Theft Auto 4. So I now play a level of Grand Theft Auto 4 every night before I go to bed. Which we've discovered the graphics on there. <coughs> they're Awful. Not, they, we thought they were amazing, but now not so good. Not Apparently so good. they're not very good. That's it's a, crazy. Can I get a little bit of that Mike's hard to mix with this beer? Dude, you're being a Mike's chiefer. I know, but it's really right. good mixed that with That was beer. a great message. Thanks for calling I in. I know, I like that. Philadelphia's great. I love Philadelphia. I know, I really do. It's so old school, Philly. Know, it's really good. It's got a good vibe. Okay, ready for the next call, Chaney? Yep. Hey, Chaney. Hey, Naveen. That's I'm right. Partain. I Jeff? absolutely love the podcast. Oh, he's on part I love 10. Entheos. I love fresh, flesh rot. I love animosity. You guys are just insane in general. I just wanted to say that I'm a fan. Okay. Also wanted to give a few recommendations if it was cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. The podcast, when you have yeah. a segment of recommended <laughs> music, you should have one metal recommendation and a non-metal recommendation. Oh. I think it'd be really cool. Okay. I agree. I have, a band, a band recommendation for you guys, too. 
You guys totally need to check out Iniquitous D and their album Incessant Hallucinations. Okay. They're on the label New Standard Elite, and that <laughs> label heard of this in band? general is awesome. No. And also check out the label Maggot Stomp Records. Definitely. Yeah, Maggot Stomp Records. I will rules. say that those are both Trevor Sternat approved because he's the reason I found out about that. Okay. There we go. Love you guys a lot. And as a fellow Tennessean, welcome to Tennessee. There if you're go. ever in the Chattanooga, Knoxville area, I don't know if you'd hang out with fans or not, but I would love to meet you guys in person again. Let's go right and now. I did dude, get to meet you in person <laughs> at the White Chapel Show in 2017 in Knoxville, the same day I graduated college. Dude, that's amazing. Congratulations on on <clears throat> right. graduating college. Uh, I think we might be in Knoxville later this year, and we're always down to like, we're always hang, down to hang. Of course. And get All right, to, Cheney, get that needs to be a segment. Yeah, it really does. Metal band, non-metal band. Metal band, non-metal band. So we're going to, next week, we're going to hit you guys with a metal band. Definitely. And then we're going to hit you guys with a non-metal band. So yeah. it's going to be like this. We're going to decide. Who's doing the not metal band? Who's doing the metal band? No, I think we each should come with both. Whoa, that's going that's giving away way that's too four much. Bands. That's too much, man. There's so not that I many was, bands that I like. I know uh I know about Maggot Stomp. I do not know about the other record label, but Naveen and I were talking about this today, how you know, we've wondered for a while. Uh because back in the day we would both find Can bands. I get a hit of that Mike's hard though? A Back in the hit. day, we would both find bands based off of the record label, and I feel like that has become a little more diluted with time, at least with the main like record labels. You know what I mean? Like the biggest metal record labels. I don't know that there's like, that if I'm into one band, I would be into all of them. But I... Uh, Jenny, mix a little bit. I think here. that with Maggot Stomp, they like keep it pretty brutal. All right, I'm checking out That's Maggot Stomp, label. dude. Fuck That's that. I'm label. checking it uh, out. There was another label that Naveen was into. What's it called? Uh, the one that I was checking out last night. Yeah. Um, here, let me check it out. Let me look it up real quick. I just spilled Mike's hard lemonade. Mike's hard. I don't know if I'm if I can vouch for it or, yet or not. I was just checking it out. No, but we were just talking about the importance of labels last well, night. Well, like, the thing that you forget about is like, that's how you find out about bands. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. Well, that doesn't matter, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The label. I'm just saying I don't know the label, it, sorry. it is kind of important. Yeah, no, it's important because what you can do is you go check the label out and then you're like, this band's on this label. Sick. I'm, I like them. Let me go see if I like any of the other, other bands on this label. Right. And it's how we used to find out about bands. Yeah. Obviously. That's true. Because back in the day, you could only like do mail orders and shit. You couldn't just go on the internet and find a million Dude, different CD bands. CD samplers. Yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. Like you're... I remember getting a CD sampler and like, I honestly remember having this one. It was from Earache Records. And like, I I didn't even, at the time, I was so young, I didn't even really know what that meant. I was just like, oh, it's like Earache. Like, yeah, that's cool. You know, I didn't know it was like, I didn't know what a label was. Yeah. But it just had a bunch of sick bands on it. Totally. I'm like, dude, this is sick. Fuck. You know, my favorite, it's weird that there aren't that many samplers nowadays 
this this wasn't a label sampler, but the Metal for the Masses sampler essentially changed my life. Yeah. That's how I heard about Meshuggah. Dude, I've known about Meshuggah since I was 12 years old because of Metal for the Masses. I was Damn, 12 year old Cheney just ripping it to Meshuggah? Yes, because I knew like Rational Gaze. What album was that? Obzin or something? Just I kidding. don't know. I don't joke. know. I'm it was not a joke like about huge. how you're young. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't get it. Uh, but I learned about Meshuggah and Dimmu Borgir because of Metal for the Masses. And I believe the reason that I bought that Metal for the Masses was because there was a Lacuna Coil song on it. So wait, you had and to I was way into Lacuna sampler. Coil. Yeah, you had to buy those. Yeah. Dude, I was way into Lacuna Coil. Yeah. That album, Comalize, and In a Reverie <coughs> or Reverie. Whatever Dude, I means. would so play that right now if we weren't in copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, I Because uh, we used to jam Here, I'll sing Coil. it. Set me free, your heaven's alive. Set me free. Okay, let's do the duet because <laughs> there there is a dude. Are you the ready? dude's like, set me free, your heaven's alive. Set me free. Wait, heaven's not alive. Your heaven's alive. I'm the worst with lyrics, it's by the way. Heaven's a lie. And then there, there was the song I Heaven's can play a lie. On That's really what they're saying. It's like. I thought so it that's was like the song. I thought it was your heaven's alive, like your life is just no, great. It's, Set me free, your heaven's alive. Yeah, that's a that's kind of not the that's not the vibe I was getting from it. <laughs> See, I was thinking your heaven oh, you is alive. It was a Christian. <laughs> like heaven's already here. You don't need to wait for heaven. That's actually a really good lyric. I don't know. Something that I was. That's how I No, it's called it. Heaven's a Lie, I believe that's the name of the song. Well, another thing I'm really bad with is song titles. Not my thing <laughs> at all. People are like, yeah, that have you heard sucks, like... because I let you uh, pick a song title off of this album, <laughs> our new album. I'll let you name a song. Did I name a song? Yeah. I'm good at thinking of song titles, but Yeah, because you kind of at... go for like the not artsy song title. <laughs> wow, thanks, Janie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, next question. You're the bonehead. <laughs> Naveen does offer a bonehead point of view. Okay. Really, <laughs> dude? Really? You really think that? Okay, hold on. I gotta get back. Send me free. Oh, heaven's alive. <laughs> you heard it here. Heaven's alive. <laughs> dude, heaven's alive right now. We're already in heaven. Dude. That's what I'm saying. That's that's anti-Christian, right? They're like, oh, you want to go to heaven? I'm like, no, I'm already in heaven. <laughs> Don't need it. How about that? It's just as rebellious, but it's more positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> oh, my God. We got a lot of chatter coming off that mic. Dude, dude it's ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds like, look at this. Yeah, don't do that. What's up with that? Okay, I'm going to have to tech support that one. Setting me free, your... All right, last one. There might be a text, too. You can text... There are messages. Actually, you know what? So there's something I was going to say. I've... And I was worried about this. Yeah. I was like, 
Because right when the right when the podcast dropped last week, uh-huh. we got a couple texts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Who is the first text from? I don't know. I'll check it in a minute. But hold on. Let me finish this point. And I was like, shit, dude. I shouldn't have said that you could text. Right. Because I was like, now no one's going to call. Because people don't want to call anymore. But lo and behold. No one wants to text. There was only like two texts and there was five calls. True. So. I think there are more than five. I think you're missing one. I don't think so. I got one left. Play it. I mean, uh, how can I miss it? I'm in my. I'll know right away. I'll know right away. Okay, you ready for it? Yeah. Let's go. Hey there, Naveen and Chaney. Uh, this is Ryan. Hopefully, uh, Chaney's name didn't Listen. get cut off so that we can actually hear it on the podcast. <laughs> it's not getting cut uh, off anymore. I just wanted to say I really love your guys' podcast. It's Hard the Copper Crab podcast is a part of my weekly rotation, and I just find myself laughing hysterically, like just to myself even <laughs> whenever I'm listening. There's so many funny moments. That's a good thing. Uh, my yeah. question, great thing. I guess I've been thinking more, I've been thinking about this a lot from a songwriting perspective, just Wondering if, uh, as a band, either in NPLs or, like, other projects, have you ever, like, written parts into a song that you didn't think, or maybe that you weren't as, like, emotionally invested as other parts of the song, but you just put it in there anyway because you thought, I don't know, maybe the song just had to get done, or there was some other, you know, or you weren't, like, necessarily trying to find the greatest, most, you know, artistically innovative idea it was just something to get in there to keep the you know progress going and I, so yeah i'm just kind of curious about that um would be also be interesting if one of those parts like ever ended up actually like on a record and then maybe the fans liked it more than you thought they would or something yeah, um but anyway really enjoying the podcast and uh enjoying this whole golden lobster hotline this is a great idea <laughs> all right bye Shout Dude, out. The Golden Lobster idea hotline is a great idea. It's a hit. How about that? It's what a hit. That? Yeah. Naveen came up with it. Yeah. Uh, GL, dude, that baby. happens all the time. Like, I'm not going to say it. I don't know how to say it. Naveen is very good. I think that this is why you write so many songs because you literally never throw out riffs. You just write. Overly, I'm too confident. But I think that can be a good thing because the the opposite of that is questioning every single riff that you write like to the point that you don't get anything out yeah so of course riffs like that end up on the final yeah, product I'm not, I'm not gonna say that i'm like hey, everything i write is the best i mean i think i try to write by feel and i try to make sure that it feels good mm-hmm. and if it feels good then let's keep going yeah but yeah sometimes things um, I would say that I don't force things. If it's not going to work, then let's just not do it. You definitely don't force anything. However, I think that you're very good at just like riffing and not overanalyzing every single riff that you write. Some riffs. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Some riffs don't end up on an album. Yeah, for sure. True. You you've got a lot of riffs that like I've enjoyed that haven't actually fit on an album yet. But I know, there's a lot of those. something that I think is really uh, cool that you do is that you save every single riff that you write. And it's it's not a matter of whether or not you like emotionally resonate with the riff. It's a matter of whether or not it fits in a song. That's right. You got to find the spot for it. I if think there's no that, spot for it, then yeah, it's just not going to work. 
But also okay. it's like just get the song written and all of those decisions can be made in like the the non the like tracking stage and not demoing stage. There are parts on the album that we're going to release next that weren't as long as they are on the actual album. Like there oh, are parts yeah, that yeah. were like, all right, we need to actually d- take that part times two because it needs like it requires an epic vocal part. There are parts yeah. that we've cut out. We're like, oh, we want to do a solo and then a vocal part. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. So yeah. I think that sometimes, especially with like the person who's writing the initial song, you can get a little caught up in those type of things. I think it's important to demo out everything that you come up with. And speech. parts will like find themselves, find their way <clears throat> out of a song over time. I think that one that that's an important part of writing like a technical metal part is having those parts in your song and then analyzing them over time. Like, does this actually fit in the song? Does this add to the song? And if it doesn't add to the song, then you need to maybe rewrite it. But don't don't like question yourself from the very start, because that's how you end writing a song. Yeah. I mean, I try to keep it fresh where it's going off of a flow. Yeah. And that's the best thing to do. Dude, just keep it that's in the, the flow thing. state. Let's just keep flowing. And if it's not flowing, that's that's fine. And here's how I always get through a non-flow. I just play like the last riff that I wrote. I'll just like play it. Like for like I have a riff that I've written for Anthias that I wrote before we went on tour. And I haven't really thought of anything to come after it. And I just like play it every day. Totally. For a little while. I'm like eventually so I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump into the next part. You know? That's gonna be sick. You know it's also cool is just writing uh with other aspects of the band in mind too. So if you have a bunch of parts, then demo out vocals. Yeah. And then you can kind of see what works and what doesn't because Something that can keep flow going is vocals. Like sometimes there are guitar parts that might not seem like they work together, but once you get the vocals in there, it flows perfectly. Like maybe yep. it's a pause. Maybe and it's a part where you're going to have like a huge vocal like part yep. and then it breaks into the next part. And I think that a lot of shit can get written off right away just as a guitar part that it actually shouldn't. Yeah, I agree. Like have that full frame in mind. Yeah. And I usually try to do that. I'll be like, you know, this riff sounds kind of stupid, but when there's a solo on it, it's going to sound sick. Exactly. Or when there's a bass, fretless bass solo over this weird guitar, acoustic guitar thing, it's going to sound sick. Yeah. Which, Talking about the new album, by the way. Yeah, I know. It, I, <laughs> or when there's like a vocal melody on this part, it's gonna, it's going to make sense. Oh, okay. I know which call you're talking about now. Which what? I missed a call. No, it's a text. No, it's a call. I'll play it. You'll but play yeah, it. I think uh, honestly, let your stream flow when you're writing. Getting that flow. Some state. parts you won't really like, and some parts you will. Dude, you're not gonna like every single thing that you ever write. And I will be honest with you, some of the Entheos songs that I'm like I could go without playing that ever again, are some of the songs that I get asked about the most. That's true, yeah. And to the second part of his question, that is definitely true. And I remember that All more time. so back, like when I was in Animosity and stuff, we'd write a song and I'd be like, God, this song sucks. 
You know what song? And it'd be the most popular song like on the album. Dude, Bad Chemicals off of The Infinite Nothing. Not my favorite Entheos song at all. I don't. Is that? Dun, 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 should play that. Not my favorite song. <laughs> I get asked about that song all the time. Why Dude, don't you we play that? Jam that song, bro. I just it's not hard. my favorite at all. Uh, here's the message that you goofed. Hold on a second. Let me let me see if it's in here. It is. It's Abby. Goofed it. No, she texted. No, she has a voice call six days ago. Oh damn. Do you see it? No. I see that she texted. Nope. Oh, it's a text. No, it says voice. Okay. You want to play it on into the mic or you want me to? Uh, I don't know if I can pull it. It's out. not in here. So. One second. Are you sure it's on a text? Yep. Wait. Okay. It's a text. Wow. It didn't show up. It says voice. But I'm gonna s I'm just gonna read it. It's not showing up in our voicemails. Abby from Wyoming. Yeah. Follow up. It's a it's a text. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yo, Cheney and Naveen, Abby from Wyoming here. Yeah, I'm Thanks I'm, for playing my call on the last pod. Eager to hear how the weed yoga sesh goes. You guys totally nailed it. I smoke the real stuff from Colorado, but dabble with Delta A also. There we go. Dabble, quote unquote. Uh, I find that Delta doesn't make me as introspective as or paranoid, which I totally Very agree. True. That's why I like. Smoke. Also, just Delta wanted 8. to mention that my try it out at the end of the call was a, a your mom's house reference, but it didn't. <laughs> I totally know the reference, and that's hilarious that we didn't catch it. I don't remember even saying try it out. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to Wednesdays because of y'all and plan on buying a copper crab shirt after finding out they exist. Yeah, because dude, guys. we don't See hype ya. the shirts enough. And the shirt designs are sick. It's because you never win. Domination, them. Crab Nation, dude. You've got fucking. We've got Hammer Smash Crab. Hammer Smash Crab. Here, Shane, show that one off real Nirvana quick. Nirvana Crab. Hammer Look at Smash that Crab. Shit. It's literally Hammer Smash. My face, friend but Matt made Graves. Copper my crab friend shirt. Matt Graves made all of these. And then you've got Nirvana Crab Vanna, dude. I've known Matt. Come on, dude. Matt and I. Matt was in my first band that I ever had. Guitar these are, player. These shirt designs are sick. So yeah, we do. Shout out, Abby. Dude, thanks for uh, texting. So it. I did text her back and I said I did do the weed yoga sesh, believe it or not. You texted her back? Yeah, I was like, that's awesome. I actually did hit the weed and then drop into a yoga thing. And it was a good time. Dude. And it was also outside and it was like 100 degrees outside. Yeah, so it's been it really intense. hot lately. Every time uh, we let our cats outside and every time Pappy comes inside, he like drops to the floor. Like you let him in it's and hilarious. then as soon as he walks in the door, he just he drops down because the floor pants. is like cold. And believe me, we don't force him to go outside. We He forces his way outside. He meows until he gets out there. Yeah, he's probably doing it right now. All right. So we've got a question as well. How far are we into the podcast right now, Naveen? 140. Damn. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a long one. This is the longest one yet. Or that's just me and you yeah uh, usually if there's a guest we'll go two three hours but if yeah. it's just you and i where you're kind of like an hour all right we did our job we'll just all right play. justin allen wrote in good morning afternoon or evening this is it it's pretty late at night it's about 9 53 and we're blowing it this thing is coming I out have late been seeing articles about big name bands and artists complaining about the rise of streaming and how it's hurting the music industry on the okay. other hand, I was listening to Zach Wilde's podcast, and he thinks that streaming and social media are good things for new artists. 
basically comparing it to getting out, putting up posters, and talking to venues. So I was wondering your thoughts on the subject as a smaller band. Golden Lobster for fucking life, Justin says. That's what I'm talking about. That's why GL I love this guy. Because he's a real Golden Lobster. Uh, Chenny, I'm going to go ahead and take this question. Okay? Go for it. All right, you ready for this? Yes. How is it not a good thing? I know. Please. Well, no, dude, it's better when you have to roll around on your skateboard <laughs> and you have to fucking staple a flyer on a fucking dude, telephone pole. So Give me a break, dude. it's better to pass out EPs out of the back of your car That's downtown way better. behind the You know show. what I'm going to do? Print a bunch of hand bills at fucking Kinko's and like hand them to 50 people and they're going to throw them in the fucking trash. Here's the thing. Obviously it's better. Duh. Here's the thing. Before streaming, like people actually had to buy your record in order to hear it. With streaming, your record can be pushed without anyone having ever heard of your band. Yeah. And it's not at a live show. So if you guys don't know how like sh how tours work, you have to get asked to asked to go on a tour and bands right. who are smaller don't a lot of the time get asked to go on national tours because national tours get booked based upon whether or not a band knows you if they're friends with you if yeah, you, there's a few factors if you have if you sell a lot of records i guess back in the day that would have been a thing there are a few factors but now the Spotify algorithm can push your band into people's faces who would never have heard of you anyway. They may not have gone to a show. They may not have heard of you on Bandcamp. They may not follow your record label, but they could hear you on like the new release radar. Yeah, so 100%. I do not know how streaming is a bad thing. I, I get it. Like people are not making... Yeah, we As never money. made money off of fucking we, you guys, album we sales, dude. We don't make money off of album sales. Like, Here's the thing. metal bands never did, Yeah, dude. we, it do, never we don't happened. make money off of album sales. The Live, if you're selling them at a show... Then you make then money. Then we're going to make money. But getting like some royalty check, it's like even best case scenario, I get a royalty check for like a few grand. Dude, okay, it's a few grand. Who the, gives a shit? The best case scenario for like huge death metal bands was selling like maybe 10,000 in a week or something. I think that I've heard of metal bands getting up to 20,000 sales their first week in, with CDs. But in the grand scheme of things, like as far as pop music is concerned, people who are selling hundreds of thousands of albums yeah, in their first week, we cannot compete. No. So for us... I think that who the record sales thing actually matters for is like Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's who sh is complaining, like should be complaining about it. For us, we don't make anything off of CDs, no matter how, which way you spin it. It's good for us that people can download our records oh, off of the internet. 100%. And no, no, thing even is, with that, uh, sorry to interrupt sorry, you, but sorry to interrupt you. in order for us Double to interrupt. sell a CD hate to break it to everyone but our record label is making most of the money on each cd of sold so uh i'll just throw out a figure i remember it cost us in the past it cost us in the past i think it was maybe six dollars a unit yeah, or totally. five dollars a unit to buy a cd from our record label and that's not just us. That's across the freaking board. We're spilling the, the beans right now. That's across the board. It would cost us that much to actually print a CD. And I know this because we own Primal. We own our Primal EP. 
to for us to pay for that it was like 90 cents a unit so that means that we're as a band getting charged five or six dollars per unit from our record label and yes that that money does go to pay back like you know an advance that you're getting or any of that shit but a record label no matter what past an advance they're still taking money off the top because that's how they make money yeah and that's fine they're they are invested they've spent money and they're getting their money money back and that's they're giving you pr or they're giving you like you know you're getting all of that shit the point that we're trying to make is that no matter how you slice it metal bands aren't making enough sales on cds to make a living you know what actually and they never have been yeah and that's Honestly, it's bad for labels. Like the Spotify thing is bad for labels because less CDs sell and that's not good for the label. But I like for me, when I find out about bands and I like them, I, I try to go online and buy something. I'm buying a vinyl. I'm buying a fucking shirt or something. That's the best thing you can do. And I think you can do it from the band's label. Get yourself some, something and everybody's happy. That's the best thing to do. I think that diehard fans are always going to purchase music. Naveen and I have an extensive vinyl collection, and that's not going to stop. The people who like to collect music are never going to stop collecting music, but what really does help a band, like the way that we make money, is T-shirts. Yeah, T-shirts. Bands are traveling T-shirt and, you know, whatever else they have on their table, but T-shirts are the general... Or thing. hit up their big cartel, hit up their band yeah, camp, anything hit up their except fucking for music, label store. Music is not the thing that's making us a ton of money. What's great about Spotify and YouTube is the exposure that we get 100%. through that. And that's kind of the name of the game with that stuff is you want exposure. And Spotify plays will have to do that will determine whether or not you're getting like a tour offer. It, it, because it a lot of those people, yeah. a lot of booking agents are looking at spotify plays well they only have this many and you know people buy spotify plays it's not it's that's just how it all goes but uh t-shirts and actually playing shows that's how we make money uh the the spotify thing only makes metal bigger Uh, dude it helps us okay case in point look at metal tours now yeah they're bigger than ever they really are Dude, there wasn't a thousand people at a fucking metal show when I was a kid. Are you kidding me? I saw a dying fetus in front of like 15 people. Yeah. Maybe between me 15 too. and 40. Dude, I've seen dying fetus in front of 15 people. That was I've 20 years ago, but whatever. In front of 15 people. Yeah. All of these bands draw better now. And a, a huge reason is because of the internet, because of Spotify, Apple Music, all of Tidal, all of that shit. It's a good thing for the underground i it think it totally is i think because metal is more populated than ever yeah uh i don't know dude it's you can't that's find me why complaining about that's Spotify. why there's a bunch of people there we saw on our last tour with archspire shows with a thousand people yeah p- uh, pushing a thousand come on dude I know. A thousand fucking people. And uh, it, That's insane. It's because of the internet, man. Yeah. It's really because of the internet. So when you hear people complaining about the album sales and wanting their money and all of that stuff, I don't think it applies to us. 
I don't think it applies to bands like us because that helps us become bigger bands. And the ones that are figuring out a way to do it, they're fucking killing it. They really are. Like your Arch Spire, like Whitechapel, all these bands that are a little bit bigger. They're using it to their advantage. Absolutely. They're not fucking sitting around complaining about it. That's what I think the name of the game is with technology. Like, you know, people will talk shit about TikTok. I remember when people talked shit about YouTube playthroughs. I remember so many people thinking that putting up a playthrough on YouTube was whack as fuck back in 2010. Now look at all the people who decided to not talk shit about that new technology and just kind of went with it. They're thriving. And that really, like, when new avenues of promotion come around, I think it's really important to not, like, become an old, jaded head and turn your nose up at that shit and say, fuck that, I can't believe that, like, these people are doing, they're doing these whack-ass YouTube, TikTok videos now. (laughs) Don't become that person. Just find a way to make it be your thing yeah like dude we naveen and i don't make funny tiktok videos we just post the same shit there that we would post to instagram and some of our tiktok videos have millions of views on them yeah just you kind of have to like just do your thing establish what i do and i'm gonna do it everywhere and i don't even care but also just like go along with the new technology that comes out it's not as stupid as you think it is it's all a promotional tool and it's all about how you use it. You do not have to be the person on TikTok that's making dumb videos no. or the person on YouTube who's like doing this dumb thing. You use it to your advantage, man. Don't don't turn your nose up at any of that stuff because all that it is is a way for you to help yourself be in a position that you want to be in. 100%. And that's it. And that's all she wrote. All right. I think that's going to wrap things up for us today. 100th episode. 100th episode in the fucking bank. All right. We fucking love you guys. Thank you so much. Here's to 100 more. All right. We'll see you motherfuckers next week. Much love. Peace. Copper Crab out. What a good theme song.